Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Find hidden clues and uncover a murder mystery. Solve mind-teasing mysteries of the Roaring Twenties. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love true crime, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? There's nothing I love more than getting to decorate my very own luxurious state island. The best part? You can chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another bonus episode of Afterthoughts. I, of course, am your host, Amara, and I am here with my husband and my co-host, Jason. What's up, y'all? So, as you guys know, um, we are dropping two Afterthoughts episodes this week, two bonus Afterthoughts episodes. Um, And so, I don't know which order you're listening to these episodes in, because they're going to drop at the same time. Um, But this is the other story that we're going to to do in Afterthoughts. And the reason why I chose this story is because, um, like like Shanquella's story, it has recently um, kind of gotten some more attention in the um, in the news. Not a lot, but there's been some um, some more news about that, and that has to do with the fact that the um, FBI has. Um, been asking the public for help in solving this case and finding Ariana. And so I just thought that this was a really good time to retell this story. This was um, more of a story that I really wanted to tell. So it really wasn't a a listener demand, but it was something um, that I really wanted to kind of go back to and and retell this story. Um, Well, not retell the story, but, you know, Elaborate. Uh, thank you. Thank That's you. That's the purpose Go, of thank you. Afterthoughts. afterthoughts. Thank and you. guess what? We are the public, and it's not on the news right now. I don't yeah, see any of the uh, major outlets covering it. So yeah, no, we'll and not that they it. ever really did, but you know, yeah. <laughs> but here we are. You know, Let's and do it. and the other thing is, is that this is a story from year one of Black Girl Gone. This is from 2021. We did this story. Um, December 6, 2021. So it's been well over a year since we did this story. And so that's another reason why I wanted to kind of throw back to this particular um, case. And Ariana is missing. 
she's not, as far as we know, she's not dead. We know Nicole is, but there's a very good chance that Ariana is still alive. She would be about nine years old now. And so um, it's just another important reason why it's good to um, bring this story back up. And so for those who, you know, maybe haven't listened to that episode yet, um, definitely make sure you go back and listen to the uh, Nicole and Ariana Fitz episode. So, and in no order, you can listen to this and go back and get more knowledge oh, of yeah, the for entire sure. case and what happened uh, from that episode. Exactly. Um, so let's dive right in. All uh, right. Give us a recap of what happened in this case, Nicole and Ariana Fitz. Okay, so um, the story about Nicole and Ariana um, Nicole was a 32-year-old woman um, who was living in San Francisco. Ariana, at the time, was two years old. Um, Nicole had struggled with um, homelessness and just, you know, finding steady housing. Uh, San Francisco is a very expensive place to live. And like a lot of single mothers, she was just struggling. Um, ended up in a shelter. And while she was at this shelter... Um, she met a woman named Lemonsani Briggs, who was a what the news described as a self-proclaimed street preacher. Um, and Lemonsani um, ultimately ended up uh, offering Nicole a place to stay. And at first, everything seemed good uh, until it didn't. And Nicole ended up um, moving out of Lemonsani's home, but she still really needed help with childcare. And so she ended up asking Lemonsani's nieces to watch Ariana. And so they did. And over, you know, a couple month period, um, while Nicole was trying to save money and, and, and get stable, um, Ariana ended up spending a lot of time with these babysitters. Um, but once Nicole uh, got on her feet and, and found housing, she attempted to get her daughter back. However, the uh, nieces were kind of giving Nicole the runaround about getting her child back, told her that they took her to Disneyland, um, just a bunch of excuses. And then, you know, finally, Nicole's like puts her foot down and says, I, um, I'm going to come get my daughter on April the 3rd. I'm going to come and get her. Um, on April the 1st, uh, Nicole's coworker drops off at home. She has some pizza with her roommate. And then she gets a call. And she tells her roommate she's going to meet someone at a restaurant. And um, she leaves the apartment. She leaves the uh, home. And no one ever sees Nicole again. A week later, her body is found buried in a shallow grave in a park in San Francisco. And her two-year-old daughter, Ariana, was never seen again. Um, and so there's a lot to this story. There's a lot of... So even the recap is a lot. But... There's a lot to this story, but that's that's the kind of overall about um, this this story. Yeah. Before we get into, um, of course, some of the interesting things about this case, mm-hmm. um, this case is unique because the mother Nicole was having problems with just her living situation, mm-hmm. uh, which all which always nine times out of ten equates to finances. Mm-hmm. And for the record, I'd like to be clear, uh, just because somebody, uh, male or female, um, you know, is having, you know, financial issues and housing issues, 
that does not make them a bad parent. Um, yeah. I think that, you know, just the, the, the struggle or struggling, uh, you, you still can care deeply about your child and, you know, their well-being. Mm -hmm. And you might not have it all figured out, but, you know, that doesn't lessen how much uh, Nicole... Cared about her daughter. Cared about her daughter. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you said that. It's really important. Um, It's a really important thing because... um, And I, I mentioned this in the episode, like, you know, what Nicole was, and, you know, we're going to get into some of these things, but what... What Nicole was experiencing was what they call transitional homelessness. It's this this it's this homelessness where you are kind of in and out of it, where you don't really have stable housing. You are, um, you know, maybe staying with friends, and yeah. when, you know, you're 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 <clears throat> you're not you you're, you're unable to secure stable housing. And like you said, that's connected to finances. People are not choosing to be in these situations. Um, these women, especially mothers, you know, single fathers or single fathers out here doing or going through the same thing, um, they're, they're struggling. And like I said, in a city like San Francisco, where if you know anything about San Francisco, it's ridiculously expensive to gotta live there. Have, gotta it's, have it's that It's expensive. Bread to live yeah, in it's not some place where you can be poor. You can't nah. be poor there. Um, you know, there's really not many places in America where you can be poor, but definitely not in San Francisco. And so the things that she was experiencing. Um, you know, had she lived in some, you know, uh, small town in maybe middle America and she was working at Best Buy, she would have been able to afford an apartment Made there. It, might have been different. Um, even if it was a, a studio, you know, but she couldn't even afford that in San Francisco. Um, and so, yeah. So, but yeah, this is a, a story that is tragic in many ways because um, Nicole's life was really hard. It was a hard life to live. I, I, you know, we are parents. We have children. And, you know, thank God we have housing and we have stability and, and those things. Um, but we can definitely imagine what it would be like to not have those things. And, and any be, day it could change. Yeah, any day. Because of any reason. Any reason. So, any reason. Yeah. So let's get into some of the interesting things, Amara. Yeah. About this case. Let's so go. let's just start off the bat with... Uh, you know, Lemon Sani, because <clears throat> uh, for for many people who I, you know, I, I've, you know, seen talking about this case, um, she is the, the start of all of this. And um, there's questions about how or if, I should say, she is involved in what ultimately ends up happening to Nicole and whatever has happened to Ariana. So... Like I said, um, you know, recap, um, she met, Nicole met Lemonsani while she was in the shelter, in a shelter. And she moves in with Lemonsani. And, you know, like I said, for somebody who is a a young mother, has a young child, um, at that time, uh, I I, I don't know, like I said this in the story, I don't know if Nicole um, had given birth to Ariana when she met Lemonsani or if she, I, I don't know what the timeline is there. But however, we know that at that point she had a baby and she didn't want to live in the shelter. And now you have this woman coming to you and saying, hey, listen, you can stay with me and, you know, I'll help you. I'll watch the baby while you, you know, work or whatever. So it, at first it seemed like a dream situation. It seemed like a dream come true. Um, it seemed like, okay, listen, like, you know, a godsend. Like, oh my goodness, like this woman is 
going to help. And at first, everything was okay. It was fine. Nicole was was happy. She you know, was working. Um, Lemon Sani was babysitting Ariana for her. Um, you know, everything was fine. But then uh, it started to get really strange, for lack of a better word. Um, she, you know, started realizing that Lemon Sani was taking advantage of her. She was charging her. Now, this is someone who had just come out of homelessness. Um, you know, she was struggling financially. And so she didn't really have a lot of money. And she really, you know, needed to save her money if she did have extra money so that she could secure her own housing. However, Lemonsani was charging her to watch Ariana. And the price was going up. It was going higher and higher. Every time she would ask Lemonsani to watch Ariana, the, 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 um, sorry, the, the amount, the fee that she was charging her would go up. Um, and so she just decided that, um, Nicole decided that she just didn't want to deal or have that type of relationship with Lemonsani anymore. Um, and so she decided that she was just going to stop having her watch Ariana and she was going to, you know, ask someone else. But Lemonsani, um, well, she ends up asking Lemonsani's nieces, but that's a different, you know, we'll go into that a little bit later. But Lemonsani gets angry. So when she finds out that, you know, she has now, I guess, revoked her babysitting privileges, which is weird because she was charging her for this. So it wasn't even like, you know, she was doing this out of the kindness or goodness of her heart. It was business. It's business. And and for business reasons, Nicole had to make a different decision because she could not afford to keep going up on on the price of this of this arrangement, and so she, she you know she made these arrangements with the nieces. But Lemonsani gets mad and she, um, you know, raises Nicole's rent in retaliation, and so more of her just like it's like she goes from being this person who appears to be like this savior in some ways like oh she's here to help this poor woman with this baby and she's you know letting her stay with her and you know this is a good person and then very quickly after Nicole moves in you you see that that's not really the case that Lemonsani is not really um a good person it's which is evident by the way she treats Nicole so she Raises the rent and, um, you know, Nicole starts realizing that um, Lemonsani has been going through her personal things. She starts sending her um, messages and in the messages she's referencing things that she would have only known had she been reading um, Nicole's journal. And so it just goes from bad to worse. And Nicole just finally decides, you know what? I can't take this anymore and I'm going to move out. I'm going to call my sister. Um, um, if you listen to the story, Nicole did have a sister, her sister Tess. Um, but Tess was having her own, you know, kind of financial issues and stability issues. And so, you know, they did live together for a short period of time. But at this moment, it just wasn't possible for them to, to live together. So anyway, so Tess comes in and basically picks Nicole up and takes Nicole back to where they're living. Um, but once again, Lemonsani is not just, you know, okay, cool. This is over. She moved out. She starts messaging Nicole and 
telling her to bring her baby back, referring to Ariana. And it's just like, you know, it, it's just creepy. Like the way she, you know, and I, and I, and I mentioned in the episode, like, Nicole didn't need a mother. She was she she was a grown woman. What she needed was a friend and someone to help her so that she can get to this next point in her life. Right. And Lemonsani like was acting like, you know, Nicole was like a, a, a I don't know, just you know, some you know, her sister said that she was naive, but she wasn't stupid and she wasn't a child. And so but that's kind of how um Lemonsani was treating her. Oh, and then not to mention Nicole lived there and paid rent but didn't have a key. So she had to knock on the door or ring the bell when she wanted to get into the home. It, it was just an unhealthy situation. And and like I said, sadly for Nicole, she had gone from being in a shelter to being in a situation that should have really been better. And it, and it in some ways was, I guess, because it's not a shelter, but it wasn't a safe place. You know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, that 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 to me is really, it, it is where the story starts with, with Lemonsani and that relationship. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the next shocking or interesting thing, I'll just want to chime in on yeah. the Lemonsani issue that you brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, you referred to her, I believe, as a street pastor or somebody said that, you know. A street kinda, preacher. Street preacher, street, you know. So she didn't, she didn't like pastor a church. No, no, no. She, you know how she, you see people like yeah, but, standing but she, at like okay, where we live in like Broad Island, like yeah, on pro- a megaphone. But like she proclaimed, of, she proclaimed Christ. Yes, like yeah, she Christian. was a Christian. Yes, yes yeah, so. and that's you know, I think that's always a, a weird thing in this type of situation mm-hmm. where you're trying to help somebody, and if you're, you know, you said she was kind of a street preacher, so she didn't have a church. So if you're a, kind of an evangelist, yeah, exactly. which is, this is kind of, you know, exactly. what we know about, mm-hmm. things we know about. Um, if you're like an evangelist, you know what the struggle is of people trying to turn their life around and give their life something else, something better, some more hope. Mm-hmm. And um, I just found, you know, we're not in the question part yet. So Yeah, no, but you know <laughs> I, I what? Found, Go ahead, yeah. I, I just found... I just find that part, that's okay. You can cough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just find find that part weird that um, as uh, the story had someone involved that was supposed to be a street pastor, yeah, an and, evangelist. And, yeah. Evangelists have a, um, my sister's an evangelist mm-hmm. and she has a heart for the people. She has a heart for people that don't have a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a heart to teach, a heart to love. And a heart to, uh, you know, have be sacrificial. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And that's what you expect you know, a, when someone is coming heart, to you. Know? You know, it, it's not what what it, it doesn't matter what position they are in, but when somebody comes to you and they are, um, uh, I, I guess portraying themselves. And I don't want to say portray because yeah, because we don't. It's not we a portray, don't, it we don't know. In every situation, it's not a portrayal. Sometimes this is really who they are. But if they come to you, you know, you someone comes to you and they appear, I should say, appear to be this person who is um a a, a leader, whether it's a, um in a in a in a um you know a, a Christian, you know, somebody who's claiming to be a pastor or a rabbi or a or a Iman, Iman you know, whatever like it is that they come to you and they are, you know, with this like, I want to help you because this is who I am. This is this is this is my ministry. Right. You're gonna be like, okay. <clears throat> and then for her to turn around and um 
be a different person once Nicole is in her home is 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 not really uh, sadly it's not surprising because right. a lot of people pretend to be that that person and sadly um people often use religion as a way to kind of um take advantage of people they yeah. know that um it's a it's a way to take advantage especially of vulnerable people in a shelter people who are um desperate um and so there are people out there who will do that you know, will pose to be as people who are in positions to help. Um, so, yeah. but the pa- yeah. pastors, I, I know a lot of um, good pastors. Oh, of in course, Philly. yeah, yeah. You know, no, I, and, I know a lot of good. Pastors and there are, and that's, and, all, and that's the sad the part because they, the people like, uh, you know, people who are like that, who f- pretend to be, right. who are the fakers. Um, they make it harder for the real ones to get through to the people because people end up lumping them all together and being like, well, you know, or or basing, you know, their experience with someone else on their experience with you. You know what I mean? And so, you know, but we know that there are people out here, there are pastors. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, they're 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 not even pastors. There are yeah. people who are like evangelists. There are people out here that that's their ministry. There are people who volunteer their time at shelters. There are people who volunteer their time in prisons and all of these things to try to give back and 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 help people with a genuine heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they are out there. But there are also people out there that are predatory yeah. and take some, advantage uh, uh, of... What is uh, Leon? You got some Leon, Leon Lonnie Loves. loves. Exactly. You got, some Leon you got people Lonnie that are just loves. like... Just, we, we, we've all... We've heard the stories and it happens time and time again. And like I said, those are your imposters. We're talking about imposters on another... Uh, about the... Um, with um, Naila. Like, yeah. people are imposters and they will use... It's, it's not just people who fake... With the Gucci and the and the and the Bentleys, it's also people that fake with religion. It's also people that fake with, um, uh, uh, you know, businesses. It's people that fake with all types of stuff. Pretend yeah. to be people that they just are not, and um, you know, predators prey on people who are are vulnerable, and 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 where where is there no more vulnerable people than people who are un you know who are homeless, who are unhoused, who are, you know. Unemployed, need help, yeah, or hungry. Yeah. Like who they they're going to, yeah, they you reach out a hand, they're going to take your hand. So yeah, yeah so uh, okay, uh, let's uh, continue this gear of just your interesting thoughts. Okay, about yeah. uh, this case. So we start with Lemonsani and her uh, odd behavior and all of that, um, and we know that. Uh, Nicole decides that she does not want Lemonsani to babysit any longer. And she asks Lemonsani's nieces to babysit. And so, um, you know, when she first tells, you know, she starts telling, Nicole starts telling her sister Tess, like, what's going on with Lemonsani or her behavior. And so Tess is like, "Eh, I don't know. Like, you probably shouldn't just, you know, just leave these people alone and, you know, don't let her watch, you know, Ariana and you know when she mentions to Tess that she's going to start letting the nieces watch Ariana Tess is like uh, I don't think that's really a good idea but Nicole is pretty much like uh you know it's it's okay they're they're not really you know cool with they're not really close with Lemonsani and so this is like really a good situation and then you know it goes back to the whole being in a vulnerable desperate situation because when Tess picks up Nicole to go back, you know, to 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 stay with her. 
you know, that's all fine and dandy. But the problem is, is that Nicole, I mean, I'm sorry, Tess lives in Santa Cruz, California. And so the commute for Nicole was like a two-hour commute every day would have been back and forth to work. And it, it just was impossible. And so Nicole made the decision to leave Ariana with these babysitters. And, you know, for a lot of people, that's a questionable decision. Like, well, why did she do that? But once again, when you're in a vulnerable position, when you're in a desperate situation, sometimes you are forced to make decisions that when you're not in that situation, you would not have made. You may have been, you 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 know, when you have the luxury of thinking things through and making other plans, you don't really understand what it's like to not be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like It's an audible. It's an audible. Like, I got to do this. I can't, what else am I going to do? I can't quit my job. I can't lose my job. I can't spend uh, two hours every day commuting. Her sister wasn't, like I said, in a position to watch um, Ariana. Ariana, she couldn't afford daycare for Ariana because Ariana is two. So where is she going to do with her daughter? And she has these people who appear, once again, appear to be nice and appear to be helpful. And up until that point, she hadn't had any issues with them. And so she makes this very tough decision, I would assume, to leave Ariana with the babysitters, the nieces, while she, you know, works and, you know, couch surfs. But this whole time, again, Nicole is saving her money. She's trying to, she's trying to find her way out of this. She's not just some, you know, she's not just like, well, whatever. I got these babysitters. They can keep her. You know, she's she's a she's a mom who's she, actively she's, fighting yeah, to get grinding. Yeah, she's trying to get better. She's trying to do better. Um and so that's where she is. And then, you know, so you so you have these nieces and and they're, you know, like I said, everything is fine. And in March of 2016, Nicole ends up being offered a place to stay. Her coworker that she worked with at Best Buy, um, you know, said, "Hey, listen, why don't you move in with me? I have a place, blah 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 blah. It's close to work." And so, you know, this is now, you know, for the first time in a long time, this is a, a bright spot in, in Nicole's life. Like, okay, finally, like it's been rough, you know, but this is this might be a really good situation and I can bring Ariana with me and and I guess she figured out, you know, she'd figure out about the childcare and all that kind of stuff. But when she calls, when she when she moves she, she moves into the apartment and when she calls the nieces to make arrangements now to pick her daughter up, now the nieces is giving her the runaround. Now they're now they're they're like apprehensive about giving her daughter back to her. And, you know, what they were saying and what their excuses were, we don't know. But at one point, they end up telling Nicole that they have taken Ariana to Disneyland. And Nicole is livid because she's not giving these people permission to take her daughter out of the state, take them on, take her on vacation. How old was the daughter? Two. Yeah. She's two. Nah. And, 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 and like I said, it's, we know that although, um, you know, according to reporting, although Ariana was spending a lot of time with these babysitters, it wasn't like Nicole had just disappeared. She was still in contact with her daughter. She was still, you know what I mean? Like, so for them to just decide that they were going to take Ariana to Disneyland, out to her mom, like, that's that's just not acceptable. I, I, It doesn't matter if she's left her in your care 
you know why she's left her in your care. And so why wouldn't you reach out to her and tell her? So Nicole is, like I said, she's, of course, she's angry. And she basically tells them, like, when you, when, you know, I'm, I'm going to pick up my daughter. Enough is enough. I'm picking up my daughter on April 3rd. And that's like, no more excuses, blah, 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 blah. Well, what we know is that on April 1st, Nicole disappears. And on April 8th, Nicole's found dead. Ariana is never found. Um, and so, you know, as far as we know, that the last people to see Ariana, the last people that were with her, were these nieces. And so, you know, it all kind of goes right back to them. Because now you have Nicole is dead and Ariana is missing. And the last people to see her are the are the, are the nieces. However, when police speak to the nieces, they tell the police, oh, Nicole picked up Ariana February, something like that. Like, she picked her up. But... Everybody knows that that's not true because nobody has seen Nicole. They have saw Nicole before this, but they haven't seen Nicole with Ariana. So they know that that's not true. Um, But, well, the police don't know that that's not true when they tell them, but everybody in Nicole and Ariana's life know that that's not true. The circle knows. Yeah. Circle knows it's not true. Yeah. So, so, you know, so that leaves you with, uh, you know, the whole notion about these... um, these these nieces and you know um, Helena and Solia, because like I said, as far as we know, they were the last people to have Ariana, and they were being reluctant about giving this child back to their mother, um, and so that you know that that those two things, the Lemonsani and the nieces, they really are a direct connection. Obviously, first of all, because they're her nieces. Um, if it wasn't for Lemonsani, then Nicole wouldn't even wouldn't have known these nieces. And you know, the the thing that I always had a question about, and this is something I just don't know, is how did that kind of relationship come about between the nieces and Lemons uh, not Lemonsani, the nieces and Nicole? That's one question I haven't been able you know, to answer. Like why like why did she trust them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why okay. did she trust them? How did she meet them? Because it's weird that she says she tells her sister that they are not close with their aunt. Like, this is not somebody, they're not, they're not, they don't have a good relationship with her. Well, then how did you meet them? Because you're just some woman living in Lemonsani's house, and you're saying that she doesn't have a good relationship with these nieces. So at what point would you have met them? Because it, it would seem that you would have only met them if they had come over to the house. Because you weren't hanging out with Lemonsani at their, like, you know what I mean? So there's just like this disconnect in the story about how, Nicole became acquainted with them. And then, you know, the, the comfort level, like I said, may have varied just based on her desperation and her need. She may not have felt that comfortable with them, but she needed them. So that's something that we don't know or can't really kind of figure out. But um, like I said, those things, they 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 go together because of the connections to each other. And then... The behaviors, the, 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 you know, Lemonsani texting um, Nicole saying, you know, bring my baby back. And then these women taking Nicole, I mean, taking Ariana and then basically refusing to give her back. It's just, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it, those are the two things that start the story off and really are the, um, obviously besides Nicole's murder, 
are the two things that really um, are the biggest parts of the story. Those two things. Okay. Um, do you have any more insight as far as interesting things about this case? What else do you have about interesting? So I think it's interesting that one of the things that is really interesting to me is the fact that we don't know um, Nicole's cause of death. We know that she was murdered. We know that she was found um, in a park. Um, but police have never released, released the cause of death. We know that the manner is homicide. They believe that she was murdered. Um, but we don't know if she was shot. We don't know if she was strangled. We don't know if she was stabbed. Like, we don't know any of those things. And I don't know why they won't release that. I don't know. Like I said, usually when they don't release information, it's because they feel like it's um, it's important to the case. It's critical to the evidence. It's something maybe that only the killer would know. And so they're not going to release it because they're trying to narrow in on a suspect. I don't know. But it's very kind of odd to me that they haven't said that you know, how she was, how she was murdered. Um, and then also the fact that when she was found, um, she had that board on her that had that symbol. And the reason why that is interesting is because in some ways you would have thought, well, maybe that's just like garbage that they just kind of placed over her to hide her body. But the police ended up bringing it to the press conference when they first were, you know, discussing, you know, talking about this case, which to, which to me indicated that they felt like this board um, was more than just trash, that it was somehow connected, recognizable, something, the symbol, something about that. And so, um, so those two things are definitely parts of the story that are just, um, you know, not as, not as big, but very interesting because I don't know why because I don't know why they haven't released the cause of death. And I don't know why they decided to use that board as part of their press conference. Like, is that board? I do, like, I think it's obvious, especially now, that the that we know that the police know more than they are telling us about this case. Um, they have said that, you know, it's not a cold case. It's an active investigation. Um, they are... Um, receiving leads and tips all the time. And so, you know, that lets me know that there are things about this case that they just are not releasing. They've also said that they feel like they're getting closer to um, a suspect or finding out what happened. So there's work being done in this case. And um, I, I believe a lot of it has to do with the fact that Ariana is is a missing child. And so there's a different level of dedication also committed to this case because of that fact, because of the fact that you got not only a murdered woman, an unsolved murder, because that case alone, I don't, we will, that case standing alone, what we will, from what we know, wouldn't have garnered this type of response from the FBI. But that, this type of case coupled with the fact that there's an abducted child is why, you know, we are where we are. And there's this $250,000 reward now being offered for any information. And so it just brings you, you know, to let you know that, they, like I said, there's stuff about this case that we just don't know. And we're trying to um, get to that point. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Okay. Um, good stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you have 
anything else before we just move to questions or um, any other questions? Do you do you have anything else to add to that part? No, that's it. That was just that was those are my biggest things that I wanted to kind of retouch and replay um, as part of this case is those those things that stood out to me um, and that I that I know kind of make this make this case what it is, make this story what it is, and are important to highlight as part of the story. You know, so yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, let's get into some of the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, as I stated in the Last episode, if you listened for mm-hmm. this week, um, we did not do audience questions or black girl growing listener questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I have a few questions, and um, I'm going to just go with my hardest question first. Mm-hmm. And like I said, sometimes you know you don't want to ask these questions, but this is part. This is a part of investigation. And putting all the facts or questions or possible situations uh, on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even though Ariana was with Lemonsani's nieces, do you think that Lemonsani had anything to do with what happened to Ariana? So, and this is just from your opinion. Yeah, from my opinion. Um, so. It's it's really it's a great question because it's really hard to know. You what we what everything that we know about Lemon Sani and her actions and and what she did, it it would make you think that maybe she did know more. But the fact of the matter is is that we we have no clue because we don't really know the series of events that even happened, you know, after Nicole was murdered and wh- where Ariana is. And so those questions exist. And so whether or not Lemonsani was involved. So let's say we're doing this hypothetical and and these and the nieces um, did have Ariana when Nicole is murdered. There's always the possibility that. Lemonsani would have been contacted or could have been contacted, um, you know, could have been notified by the nieces, like, you know, we have area. Who actually really, it, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard to, like I said, it's hard to say, it's hard to know. Um, but if the nieces are the people responsible, and like I said, this is if, if they are the ones, and and law enforcement believes that um, that these women are involved in some way, that there is something, um, you know, they haven't been able to outright name them as suspects or accuse them of anything, um, but they do believe that they know more than they have been saying okay. and that they are somehow connected to what is going on and what has happened. Um, and so that does leave open the very big possibility that um, if that is the case and... Uh, It'll be very interesting to see that if and or when police are able to get to the bottom of what happened, and if they are they find out that ultimately these women were responsible for what happened, it'll be interesting to see whether or not she was involved. The other thing about it is, is that what I should note is um, 
Lemonsani is uh, dead. Lemonsani died in 2021. So it was like right around the time we put out the episode, like like she she did she ended up dying. And so whatever she well, knows, I didn't know that. yeah, whatever she knows or whatever she knew, um, she took to the grave with her. And so this case hinges solely on these nieces and what they know. And I think that as uh, you know, like I said. Even though in the past couple of weeks, you know, they've been, you know, acknowledging this case a little bit more. And as it approaches the seven-year anniversary, kind of bringing it back into the forefront, um, there's no, there's been no justice, you know, there's no, there's no arrest. Nobody has been caught. Nobody has been, Ariana is still missing. And so, yeah, so that's just. Yeah. that's wild. Um, I didn't know that yeah. she passed in 2021. Yeah, she passed in 2021. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. whatever is, whatever she knew, she ain't going to tell us now. So, yeah. and and she, you know, she denied, she denied involvement and they've all denied involvement. But it's just, a, it's a sticky situation. Yeah. Because like, it, <laughs> um now next question. Yeah. Next um question. actually what I had, this is actually my last question. Mm-hmm. Um just kind of a question and a comment mm-hmm. together. They had a reward out and they raised it to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and that was recently. Mm-hmm. And that's it's a lot of money. Yeah, I know we are we are in a um, kind of s- semi recession, mm-hmm. but still at even at this time, that's a whole lot of money. Yeah, and um, I could only deduct that they they're close. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you raising some. This is just my answer. You yeah. might have a different answer. Mm-hmm. So I know I, I know I don't get the answer, uh, <laughs> but. Um, I can only deduct when you, you know, you playing poker and you throw it all on the table, you got something. So, uh, yeah. why did they raise it? Why did they raise it to $250,000? Well, I think that you answered the question. I think that's pretty, I think that's true. I okay. think you're, I, I, no, I, I agree I, with you. I think that's exactly why. I think that, because um, like I said, I we know that there's things about this case that the police know that they haven't told us. So... The fact that they raised the um, reward to two hundred fifty thousand dollars, which, if you you know follow true crime cases, and that's a lot yeah, of money. They don't for do two hundred fifty. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars is a lot. Of, they that, might do. That, tw- they might do twenty. Yeah, that often does not happen for a case to get that type of um, reward money offered for it. When when this all first started, um, you know Best Buy where Nicole was working. They, you know, they had offered up a ten thousand dollar reward. Like it started off really small, and then it had, but it had gone up to one hundred thousand dollars, which was a lot of money. But now, for it to go up to two hundred fifty thousand um, dollars, it, it does make you believe that, like you said, they're 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 looking for that one thing. They're looking for. They're trying to entice somebody out. Like they, it's just like you know, 
dangling, I don't know, a carrot. Like, I'm, you know, I I got something for you, like $250,000 for that person that's going to bring us. So I think that's, I think that's exactly what it is. I do believe. Not a carrot. What is it? Not a carrot. More like, uh, I don't know. Better than a gold a bar, yeah, chicken wing, or <laughs> a something. chicken wing, yeah. But they're something dangling, better, they're dangling, they're dangling something, something that somebody would want, want whatever yeah. that is a gold bar, a carrot, a chicken wing. They're dangling something or $250,000, right? All right, because that could just be enough, like, but they're they're definitely trying to. I, I, I believe, um, that that could very, very well be the case. And like I said, they said we're narrowing in on a suspect, we're we, we're getting leads constantly. There is a very, very, very good chance that Ariana is alive. She would only be about nine years old. She'd be the age of our 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 sons. Like she would be alive. She could. She's very much could be alive. Um, they could have easily changed her identity. She was so young. She would have very few memories. You know. Of, of, of her past life. And so there's a very good chance that Ariana could be found. And police believe, and I agree with the police in this situation, that when they find Ariana, they will find Nicole's killers. So that's just, you know, it'll, it, it's not, these are not two separate incidents. This is not Nicole was killed and then somebody kidnapped Ariana. Nicole was killed and the person who killed Nicole then took her daughter, whoever those people are. But when they find Ariana, I believe 100% they will be able to solve the murder of Nicole Fitz. Wow. Well, I um, I applaud them for, you know, doing the work in this, yeah, in this case. They, this is a case they, where they, they definitely did a lot of work. And I think it's because um, it's... Um, because of the missing little girl, like I said, it's not just... Um, just a murder case, you know, not just an unsolved murder. Because, like I said, the case standing alone, the murder stunt standing alone, probably would not have been enough. And I'm not even going to say probably. I'm 100% sure it would not have been enough to garner a $250,000 reward or FBI involvement. But because of Ariana, you know, it has gotten to that point. And, you know, you know, I mentioned it in the episode, police, they, you know, they executed warrants. They, they spoke to um, the nieces. They've, you know they they have worked this case, and um, I, I I believe that it's going to be solved. I believe that they're going to solve this case, and that's that's really my my hope for uh, Nicole and Ariana's family that they are able to solve this and and bring bring Ariana home and they bring bring closure to this case once and for all. Yeah, well this this is one of those cases where you know I will say thank you. Uh, of course, uh, I've been missing the thank yous lately <laughs> because this is a case that where you are kind of kind of honing in on something that um, the case doesn't have a lot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's about letting people know that this is still going on and this is a close one. <clears throat> it's kind of um, kind of synonymous with the Shinquilla yeah, Robinson the, case mm-hmm. that we just covered. Yeah. Uh, because... Um, even though there's, there might not be a lot of twists and turns. Yeah, um, they're almost there. Yeah, so, exactly. Which is the important part. And, so. and 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 continuing to bring attention to those type of cases is really important because of that fact. Like they're so close to 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 getting justice. Um, you know, in in this case, Nicole and Ariana, 
Hart's case, they never got the benefit of the the national news and the national media attention. Um, it wasn't a viral case. They didn't get any of that. They did, like I said, the police. Um, they did get a little bit more of the police involvement because of the child aspect or the missing child aspect. Um, but they, they really still continued to really need this attention. And I'm happy to do Afterthoughts because I get the chance to kind of bring these episodes back into the to the front of the feed in some ways. And so for those people who didn't listen to the episode or are new or haven't gotten to that episode, it'll hopefully entice you to go back and listen to the episode, even if you don't listen to Afterthoughts, even if you just see it pop up in your feed like Afterthoughts, Nicole, oh, I didn't listen to this episode. Let me go back and listen to this episode. That's what I'm hoping to be able to do also through these Afterthoughts especially when there's new information, especially, you know, when there's something that recently happened. So besides the ones that you guys really want to hear, the ones that I choose will be cases that I know are cases that we need to bring attention to or bring attention back to. So, yeah. Good job. And last thing, locally, if you guys have anything, uh, we always kind of come up with thoughts about cases and things that's going on. If you guys know anything locally in your cities, we shout your city out. We shout your town out. Um, trying to get you to understand that we are watching and paying attention and make us pay attention. If you guys know anything that's an update on a case mm-hmm. that you know that's relating to uh, a black girl going covered, we're going to try to keep covering cases. Yo, let us know. Let us know what's going on so we can Yeah, kinda... no, you guys, and, and you do. I mean, I see when you guys um, tag me in posts, um, I remember when uh, the Andrew McDonald trial was going on. I didn't even know what was happening until someone posted it in our Facebook group. So okay. if you don't know, we do have a Facebook group. So, if you know, but somebody posted it in the Facebook group and was like, is anybody following the trial? And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know this was going on. So I, like, I can't follow everything. And I know that, like you said, whether, because sometimes it's local to your, to, in your market and that's why it's being covered and that's why you saw it. Like, yeah, let me know. Like, let me know if you know any have any updates or find out anything new about a case because um, I do see them and it does help keep me informed about the... I've done over a hundred episodes at this point, guys. So I sometimes I miss it. I try my best, but... You know, I I don't always see updates and I don't always get, you know, those type of things. So if you see them, yes, please. Help your girl out and uh, send them my way. <laughs> All right, everybody. So... Um, that's it for today's episode, our, our bonus episode. Um, thank you, go, thank you guys so much as always for listening to Afterthoughts. Um, if you have not listened to the Shanquilla Robinson Afterthoughts, make sure you go back and listen to that episode. Episode there has been um, some new developments, and just like this case, it's a case that is really close to being solved and and needs our continued attention. It's not over yet, um, but we will be back on Monday with a brand new episode of Black Girl Gone. It was just a little short break. And then, of course, we'll be back on Thursday with a brand new episode of Afterthoughts. So thanks again, and we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye. Peace. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.